Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. As Christians, we are called to love God and love others. But did you know that we also all have unique and special ways that will play out in our lives? If you've ever questioned what God is calling you to do with the one life you're blessed with, today's episode of the Teach Us to Pray podcast is sure to be of help. Your family, your faith, they're not in the way. They are the way. From the creators of Jesus Revolution comes the incredible true story. It's going to be dangerous and scary and giving up. It's not an option. The story of one family's journey from down under to center stage. Unsung Hero, a for King and Country film starring Candace Cameron Bure and Terry O'Quinn. In theaters now. Visit unsunghero.movie to learn more. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how to grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. When it comes to understanding God's will for your life, speaker and author Brittany Ann shares the importance of prayer in discovering your purpose in today's interview. In this conversation, you will learn practical tips on how you can clearly hear God's voice, how to know if you are really hearing from God, and a simple prayer to discover God's unique will for your life. Now enjoy this enlightening and faith-filled conversation with Brittany Ann. In your book, Follow God's Will, you talk about the importance of praying to God to discover what His will for your life is in the first place. Do you have any practical tips to help us hear God so that we can know what that will is? Yeah, absolutely. That's a great question because it is great when you pray, like prayer is powerful. But if you are praying and you're not also listening, Mm-hmm. and you're not hearing things, then it's not really going to help you to just like send words out there and not getting anything back. 
So the first thing I would say is to spend time in scripture because so often we're like, God, would you please speak to me? And he's like, I did. I wrote you this huge book. Like it's full. It's got a lot of wisdom. It's got knowledge. Like I've told you a lot of things in there. So that's one place that I always start because I'm like, there's so much in there. And God speaks to us all of the time through his word. And when we read his word, then we learn what his voice sounds like. So some people often are like, okay, well, I want to hear God's voice, but how do I know if I'm hearing God's voice or something else? Reading the Bible is a way of training yourself to know what God's voice sounds like. So back before we all had caller ID on our cell phone and you just answered the phone, you would know right away if it was a loved one who was calling you. If your mom is calling you, but you don't recognize the number, you know it's your mother. You've heard her voice enough times that you recognize it. Or I guess today, like if you were listening to something on the radio and you like recognize some, like a singer song before they, before they say whose it is, like you've heard it enough times, you're familiar with it. Um, and the same thing happens with God's word. When you read God's word, you learn this is who God is. This is what he sounds like. These are the kinds of things he says and the kinds of things he doesn't say. And so it just trains your ears to be able to recognize. So that's the first place I would start. I would also say to make sure that you have time for quiet. So often in our society today, anytime that we have a minute, which first of all is rare, we are filling our schedules full of um, the husband needs things, the kids need things, the dog needs things, the volunteering and work and all of the things. So it's hard to get a minute. But when we do have those minutes, it's like, are you immediately pulling out your phone and scrolling? Are you immediately turning on the TV? When you have a question, do you go to God in prayer? Do you take the time to listen? Or are you just immediately going to your friends and asking their advice? Are you reading online articles? And yes, those things are good. We should talk to our friends and family and we should read online articles and we should read books and listen to podcasts and we should have some downtime to just relax and scroll on social media. There's nothing wrong with that. But if we are constantly filling our minds with these things and not leaving time for just quiet, yeah. We're missing out on listening when God wants to speak to us and we don't, we just don't hear it because we're not listening. Mm. So I think those are the two things that I would say. Yeah. So if we practice these ways of looking to God's word to determine his voice, to understand his voice and know his voice and to make time to actually hear his voice when he speaks mm. and we get to a point and we feel like, I think I may have heard God on this matter as far as his will. What are some questions that we can ask ourselves to determine if we've really heard from God? This is a great question because so often for me and for a lot of people that I've talked to, when you hear God speaking with you, it often sounds just like a voice in your own head. And you're like, was that God? Like not God? Like, I don't know. Like, was that from him? So it's so important to be able to test our thoughts, to capture each of them. And to look at it and say, okay, where is this thought coming from? Because we don't always realize our thoughts come from three places. So God can speak into our minds. We have our own thoughts in our heads. And then Satan also has the ability to speak into our minds. He can't read our minds, but he can speak into our lives. Mm -hmm. And so we need to capture each of these thoughts and we need to say, okay, where does this thought probably come from? If it's something about, hmm, should I wear the blue shirt today or the red shirt? What should I make for dinner? It's probably just yourself. That's fine. Totally normal. (laughs) <laughs> if it's something like, hey, you are a terrible person. You're never going to get this right. You're never going to figure this out. Your husband obviously doesn't love you. How could anyone love you when you look like that? Well, that's going to be from the enemy because yeah. you know, God doesn't talk like that. The Bible mm-hmm. tells us there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you're feeling shame, that is the enemy speaking into you. And 
this isn't just something that happens with people who are like so backslidden and so far off and like not Christians. Satan speaks to all of us. He probably speaks. I mean, this isn't necessarily in the Bible, just my opinion, but I think he speaks more to those of us sometimes who are involved in ministry or who are Mm -hmm. diligently trying to work out God's will for our lives, who are trying to do the things. Because if you're just sitting and being inactive, like why would Satan bother with you? But if you are out there every day, like trying to be a Christian, you're trying to love your husband, you're trying to love your neighbor. And he doesn't have to convince you to do these huge, terrible sins. All he has to do is just distract you. Like, hey, why don't you just scroll on social media for a while or put some lies in your life to say, you know, like you're not really qualified to do that. Nobody would listen to you. Who are you to do this thing? And so a lot of those doubts and those fears, those don't come from God. That's not the God that we serve. The God that we serve, he knows he has every resource at his disposal. He knows all throughout time that he has asked somebody who seems like nobody, who seemed so disqualified, who seemed like, how could I possibly? There's so many stories in the Bible of King David was an adulterer and Saul, who turned into Paul, who wrote the majority of the New Testament, he persecuted Christians before he became Paul and did like one of the greatest missionary evangelists of all time. And right. imagine if Satan had spoken into them and they listen and said, you know, mm. who are you? Look at what you've done. Look at who you are. Like you're not qualified. So sometimes we hear these thoughts and we think, oh, that it's, well, it's true. It's just me. Like, how could I? And it's not you and it's not God. It's Satan trying to distract you or deceive you to keep you from what God has called you to do. And if wow. God has called you to do something, he's going to give you everything that you need. So I think it's just a matter of looking at these thoughts in our head and saying, okay, does this line up with the God that I know? Does this line up with the God of the Bible? So God is never going to tell us something that contradicts what he's already told us in his word. So if it's against the Bible, it is not true. God is never going to tell us something that makes absolutely no sense in light of how he's gifted us and where he's placed us. So if he has you in a position where he says, you know, I need you to take care of a child with special needs. He's not going to call you to do something you cannot also do while taking care of a child with special needs or wherever it is he's called you. He's not He's not going to call you to do things that are impossible. It might feel impossible, but we serve a really big God. Um, so if he says you can do it, you can do it, even if you don't know how. Yeah, that's that's really good because when we do think about God's will for our lives, sometimes maybe we do get to a point where we prayed about it and we feel like, okay, I'm very clear about what God wants me to do, but we're in a position where we don't want to do it. <laughs> I've been there lots of what times. can we pray for to find the strength to do God's will, to follow God's will once we know what his will is, when it's not always easy to follow his will? Yeah, I think one thing that's just really helpful is knowing that being scared doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's bad. I always try to think, I don't know where I heard this quote, But if something feels scary to you, it's, I mean, there is exceptions. Obviously, jumping off of a bridge feels scary because that's not a wise idea. Um, But if it's something that God has called you to do and it feels scary to you, it's because it's growth. You're doing something new. If we all just did things that were comfortable, we'd stay so small. Instead, it's just a matter of saying, okay, this is scary. That's okay. Sometimes it's going to be scary. That doesn't mean something's wrong. It just means I'm growing. I'm trying new things I haven't done before. Sometimes things are going to be hard. So often we think, oh, this is so hard. This must not be God's will for my life. It's not happening. And yes, there is some of that also if we ask God to close doors. 
But just because something is hard doesn't mean that it's not God's will for your life. If you look at the Apostle Paul, there's so many times he's, he talks about he's shipwrecked, he's beaten within an inch of his life. He gets thrown in jail multiple times, but he doesn't give up and say, oh, well, sorry, this is too hard. Like I got thrown in jail too bad. Um, yeah. It's like, no, like, I know what God has called me to do. This is important. It is so important that it doesn't matter what I have to go through to get there. I am going to get there, even if it's hard. And I think sometimes it's just saying, you know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be scary, but that's okay. That's not, it doesn't mean something's wrong. There's lots of things we can do to make it easier. We can pray and say, God, please give me courage. God, please give me the resources that I need. God, please give me people around me who will encourage me and cheer me on. I think that can be so helpful um, to intentionally surround yourself with people because if everyone around you has a faith that is really small, they go to church on Sunday, but that's about it. Like then just, I mean, there's studies that say the people that you surround yourself with, that's how you will be. So if you're surrounded with people who are very content to play it small, it's going to be so hard for you to break out of that. But if you surround yourself, whether it's people in real life or it's intentionally choosing the podcast that you're listening to or the sermons that you're watching online, if you don't have it in real life, like find it online. It's not a great substitute, but I mean, find what you can. Read books that inspire you, listen to podcasts, do all of these things and surround yourself as much as you can not only with, but as much as you can with people who are doing big things, who inspire you. Because when the people around you, it's their normal to say, hey, we go out for what God has called us to. It Mm -hmm. just gives you that little bit of courage that, hey, I can do that too. I see this person doing it. They're a normal person. They're like you and me both. Like, I don't know you in real life, but I know you well enough to assume like you're a normal person. You're not like you come from some unicorn, like no girl (laughs) who was like, hey, I'm going to do this. And the same thing with me. I'm a totally normal. I fight with my husband. I yell at my kids. Totally normal person. Um, But somewhere along the way, I just decided that, you know what? God is good. God is so good. And he wants what is good for us. And he doesn't tell us things to be mean and he doesn't tell us things to ruin our fun. He tells us things because he loves us. And God is so gracious to tell us, go this way because this is good. This is good for you. And don't go this way. I know it looks appealing, but don't go this way because it's like you will regret it. And I can say with 100% confidence that every time that I have obeyed God's will in my life, even when it was really hard, that when I get to the other side, I am so thankful I did. I'm like, okay, that was hard, but I'm so thankful. It is always worth it every single time. And that's what keeps me going forward. Every time something is hard, I'm like, okay, but I've done it before. And God is with me every single time. He's not going to feel me now. He never has. And so I think you have to start walking with God to get that experience. You can't say, oh, God's come through for me if you've never followed him, if you've never obeyed him. So, you know, start small. That's fine. Um, Nobody's asking you to do the huge thing. And God's not asking us to do this huge thing right away. He asks us to do small things and then a little bit bigger things and then a little bit bigger things. And so sometimes it might seem like, oh, this small thing, it doesn't matter. God's like, no, I'm growing you. I'm growing you gently. I'm growing you gradually. Do this small thing. Obey me in this thing that seems like it doesn't matter. And then obey me in this thing. And he'll lead you. He's such a gentleman. He will lead you and guide you. And if you don't have that experience, start small. But also go back and read the stories in scripture. That's what they're there for. There's so many stories um, that you can go back and see. This person was in a situation just like mine. They were so tired or they were so discouraged or they didn't have the resources they needed. This is what was going on in their life. And God came through for them. And the same God 
who came through for this person and this person who came through time and time and time and time and time again, all throughout scripture, that is the same God who still comes through for us today. Oh, I love that. And that is so true. That is so true to just stay encouraged by other examples of God's faithfulness as we seek God's will. So if we have a listener that is tuning in right now and they're like, okay, these are all great tips. I want to follow God's will. What's just a simple first step they can take to following God's will? Like when they press stop on this podcast, what's the next thing they can do? I think the very first thing that they do as soon as this podcast is over is take 30 seconds in prayer and say, God, I want to follow your will for my life. Please show me loudly and clearly what that is and give me the courage to follow you even when it's hard. And that's just a little thing. It's just a prayer. But showing up with that willingness to say, God, I'm in whatever it is. I might not be in the first time. I'll just admit I'm going to procrastinate. I'm going to second this. It's going to be really hard, but I'm in. Like, if you will be patient with me, we can do this. And I think just that willingness to say, okay, God, okay. He's such a gentleman and he will start to reveal it to you. And then you just have to pay attention and notice, okay, what, what's in my life? What do I see? What do I hear? What are those just like really quiet, gentle nudges? We're like, should I go talk to that? I should probably go talk to that person. Should yeah. I give to that? I should probably just give to that thing. That is so, I love that prayer. That is such a beautiful prayer for you to share with us. Brittany, you know, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> we could, you know, we really could. <laughs> we really could, but this has been so insightful and uplifting and encouraging, especially when it comes to following God's will. Can you share with our listeners how they can connect with you online and learn more about your new book? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. So my website is equippinggodlywomen.com. Um, that's kind of my main hub online where you can find all of the things. And if you go to equippinggodlywomen.com, you can download and read the first chapter of my book, Follow God's Will for Free. Perfect. Perfect. All right, guys, you know how to connect with Brittany. Brittany, thank you so much for joining us again and sharing just from your rich, deep well of wisdom and knowledge when it comes to connecting with God. Did you know God made us all beautifully different, even in the way we pray? That's right. Your prayer personality is the unique way you are most likely to communicate with God and knowing which of the three prayer personality types you have can equip you to hear from God more clearly and overcome any obstacles to your communication with God. I invite you to take my prayer personality quiz to learn how you best hear from God, how you most likely connect with Him in prayer, and to just have a little fun. Take the quiz now at prayquiz.com or find the link in the show notes for today's episode. It is my hope that today's show has provided you with insightful and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you will share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at belovedwomen.org or join me on the Beloved Women app for unlimited videos to grow your faith learn God's word and encourage your soul now available in the Apple and Google play stores or at belovedwomen.tv. Thank you so much for taking time to listen today. God bless you. And I'll talk to you in our next episode. 
Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter, and two men leave, because that's how it works. <laughs> Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author, and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at LifeAudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.